You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, offense. All right. Now, they started off a little slow, Cordell. Mm -hmm. Uh, A little little slow. And then, you know, they finally opened up some things. And and, and early on, you know, you could see that the Jets, what they were trying to do was force them to throw. They had a single high safety for the most part, and they had – nine, sometimes 10 guys in the box, basically saying, yeah, we dare you, okay? And at first, they Lamar didn't bite for whatever reason. And then, you know, come out in the half, and they finally found their flow and challenged that defense and started going down the field. Um, <laughs> one of my, my favorite things that we do on Twitter is we overreact to everything. And um, what I noticed was, uh, so if you remember correctly, it was a timeout called in the first drive for the Ravens. And everybody was upset. Oh, clock management, hardball is really bad at that. I just want everybody to understand that the hardball had to call that timeout because the linebacker shifted at the very last second and Lamar didn't see him. And if Lamar would have uh, snapped that ball, he was going to get blown up. Oh, you're talking about on the uh, fourth down. Yes. And it might not, yeah. it might not have been, it might not have been good. So yeah. that was a very smart Time. I just want to. I just want to be clear. That was a smart timeout by John Harbaugh. I know that he is sometimes struggles with clock management, but that was the right call that moment. All right, back to the offense. So, what what did you see? Because I feel like it was a tale of two halves. They was a little rusty in the first half. The second half, they they got their their stuff together. Yeah, I agree. Definitely, uh, you know, a different offense in the second half. Look, uh, it's for it's week one, you know, and right. this is an offense that didn't play at all during the preseason. They're resting yep. a lot. You know, a couple of these guys haven't played in longer than that. Lamar, you remember, got hurt and missed the tail end of last season. So it's been a while for him uh, on the field. And I think what you saw initially was this offensive line not really getting any type of foot, uh, any type of push. And really, I don't think they got much of a push at all in the run game today. 
Uh, Ravens with only 63 total rushing yards in the game today. The running game was non-existent. It looked a lot like the running game that I saw last year. Mike Davis, I mean, <laughs> he was barely even out there. Uh, only had two carries. Kenyon Drake was, you know, was the only guy to really give you anything. Exactly. But even he wasn't really doing much of anything. 11 carries, 31 yards. That's less than three yards a carry. Um, I'd like to see more Justice Hill. It was a screenplay to Kenyon Drake at one point that he got a pretty decent gain on. But I'm looking and I'm like, man, if that's Justice Hill, that might that might get you an extra 10, 15 yards. So I, I would have liked to see them ride with him a little more. Uh, but Kenyon Drake, I guess, gave them enough to make the running game respectable. But like I said, when you're used, when when you're the Ravens, you have a certain standard when it comes to the rushing attack, and it's clear they're not there just yet. It's I, I think this whole notion that the Ravens can just put anybody in the backfield and run the ball, if it wasn't you know debunked last season, it should be debunked now. And this Jets front is good. We said that going into this game. It may be the strength of their team this defensive front. And they showed why today. Quentin Williams, he was a beast to deal with at times. Um, they 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 had their moments to where they put a ton of pressure on Lamar. Obviously, Jawan James getting hurt, tearing his Achilles is is not great. Um, at all, yeah. You know, Jawan James, this is kind of part of why uh, people have felt the way they felt about him because he's a huge injury risk. Um, He's barely played within the last, what, two or three years. I think he has only played three games. Today was his third game in three years, I believe. Yes. Um, and so, you know, it, obviously it wasn't ideal for him to uh, get hurt. Uh, but Patrick McCarry comes in, and I, I think that the you could see it in the second half. Uh, Lamar had a little more time in the backfield. I'm not putting it all on Jawan James, but just something happened. Something happened to where – the offensive line was able to give him a little more time than before. Uh, I think a mixture of it could have been Lamar holding the ball a little too long. It, I think it took him a little bit to get in this rhythm. One thing about Lamar is this. I, I think he's a hell of a player. He's incredible. It's only one Lamar Jackson. But I think at times Lamar gets a little lazy. And the film is not going to lie. And, and you see it. When, when Lamar's mechanics are on point, when he's actually – stepping up and planting his foot and throwing the ball through with a fluid motion. It's really good. But when he gets, and I, I know he can do the sidearm throws. It's great. He got the different arm angles. I love it, but I don't love it all the time. And he has his moments where he just tries to flick it out there and it's not a good ball. It's and it's some, the announcer uh, even talked about it at one point. It's the layups. He had a bubble screen to Demarcus Robinson that he throws at his feet. It's yes. like that's the layup right there. You got to get him the ball, put it on him so he could turn up the field and make something happen. I think he tries to get a little too cute sometimes, and it ends up costing them. Um, and it may not turn in that, it may not cost them in a sense of it's a turnover, but it costs them in a sense to where it's it takes them off schedule. This Ravens offense is is key to stay on schedule with them. That's why they are really good at running the ball the way they do because they always manage to get these short. Uh, these third and short situations. Um, yes. So again, staying on schedule is key for them. And I think if Lamar becomes a little more consistent with his mechanics, that will go a long way in the grand scheme of things. But on the good side, obviously the offense explodes in the second half. You get the big play down the field to Rashad Bateman. 
Uh, they started sprinkling in Mark Andrews a little more in the second half. The Marcus Robinson was out there a lot today, uh, and he wasn't out there for the guy that I thought he'd be out there for, but I figured we'd see a lot of Demarcus Robinson. But, uh, but Devin Duvernay, I mean, two touchdowns, two really nice touchdown catches too. Uh, one thing about him, I don't think you could question his hands. It's never I've had my questions about Devin Duvernay as a full-time receiver, but never once did I mention him not having hands. I've seen it. We've seen in the past this dude has made some incredible touchdown catches, and he did it again today with the two. Um, I just I just thought that this Ravens team is it's just same old, same old. It's never pretty. They're not going to – it's never going to look appealing to the eye, but they just find a way to just wear you down, and you look up, and the Ravens have almost 30 points on you, and they have a double-digit lead. Yep. And I agree. I want to go back to something that you said about Lamar. I think that when you are a talented player like Lamar, laziness is something to be expected. I, I know that that sounds crazy. I think sometimes when you are when you have a skill that comes to you naturally that other people don't possess, sometimes you do slack a little bit. I right. think that, and I, so I agree with you on that. But you know, something he was flat-footed at times. He was erratic in terms of throwing at times. Mm -hmm. But then finally, when he got into a zone, he really got into a zone, and that was good to see, particularly in the second half. And while I know people do not like Greg Roman, I know they're not a fan. Shout out to him though for what he, him calling the plays that he did, mm -hmm. particularly yep. um, the first touchdown. I'm sorry, the second the second drive of touchdown to DuVernay, that was a really good drive and, and play calling by Greg Roman. And his concepts, actually, the second um, touchdown of DuVernay, he uh, put it in a situation where he had Mark Andrews, um, he had two guys following Mark Andrews, which yeah. allowed DuVernay to get open the way that they did. And and so that is good scheme. That's, that's a good scheme. You got to shout him out. But Lamar was also in sync with what the scheme was. So that's what made it great. I agree that, you know, when you don't play in the preseason, the first game, honestly, it's kind of like a preseason game. You got to get the jitters out. You got to get, you still got to work on the, the little things because, yeah, it's cool when you play against your teammates in practice, but it's not the same thing as live action. I think we can all agree on that part of it. So it doesn't, it didn't shock me that they came off a little rusty. Um, but I, I expected them to change that in the second half in which they did. I do worry about this run game, though, Cordell, because I don't understand how, how this is going to be. And even when J.K. Dobbins gets back, Tyler Lindenbaum, I, I think that he has, you know, all the potential in the world. And look, he played against Quentin Williams, which that's no easy feat either. But man, he had a day to day. He had some good moments, but he was getting pushed back. <laughs> so you add that to the run game and I, I, or the lack thereof and once again it feels like we have to rely on Lamar to get the ball going on the on the ground when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping Kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over $600 each week you can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time Kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply yeah, I mean, it got to the point 
where I said, okay, Lamar, you got to do something because the offense had become too stagnant. And the Ravens, if they have they, – they're not the team where the pass sets up the run. It's the vice versa. Um, so when the run game is stalling out, that's when you can kind of hang around with them. And that's what was going on for a while. Um, I thought it was great. Obviously, it looked like Lamar was reluctant to run. Um, maybe they had – I think they had a spy on him a couple of times. It was at least one play vividly I remember of him dropping back to pass. And the the end rusher just – he just didn't even rush. He just stood straight up. He's just standing there. He's just mirroring Lamar. Um, so I think they did a couple of different things to try to bottle Lamar up to keep him – from really hitting the outside, really breaking the defense open. Um, and in the second half, I think you saw Lamar kind of play to, play to that a little bit. Guys are busy watching him and letting receivers get behind him. Uh, but, yeah, the, the the offense had their good moments, had some down moments. Isaiah Likely, I hinted on him a little earlier. You would have liked to see him get a catch. Uh, that would have been a good start uh, for sure. Obviously, this has been a guy who's been a stud all preseason, all training camp for the Ravens. But he comes to his first game and he gets four targets and zero catches. And not all of them were his fault. Some of them were bad passes from Lamar. At least two of them were right at his feet. Uh, but he had the one on the outside where he dropped. And yeah, he and Andrews were in the same area. But that ball hit his hands. It's a play he can make. I'd like to see him make it. It was on third down, too. That's a catch and turn up the field. That's an easy first down. So I didn't think it was Isaiah Likely's best day, and he also had the holding uh, as well on the big play. So obviously he's a rookie, just kind of how I said about uh, Isaiah Likely that – I mean, about uh, Kyle Hamilton is that it's early. We can't. I don't want to go, go out on a limb and really um, – blow this up to be something that's not. I think Isaiah likely is going to be a really good player. But today was just a tough day for him. And I think, you know, it was a tough day for a lot of these guys to start the game. It was a, it was a tough beginning for some of these guys. But, you know, the guys with experience, they they knew how to wake up in the second half. They knew how to make the adjustments. You you get uh, through through the first early week one jitters, and you're able to kind of keep it going. And I think that's what you saw from this Ravens offense. But – Rashad Bateman, not the output you would have liked to see, but he did have the 55-yard touchdown catch. It wasn't the prettiest day in New York. It's week one. You got rain. It's September 11th out there. It's it's mucky. It's ugly. Uh, but the Ravens were able to get it done. And like I said earlier, that's their type of game, playing it as ugly as possible. And usually if it's like that, they're going to win. Yeah, I do think that, the Isaiah Likely situation is very interesting because we did give him a lot of praise in training camp, and then he turns out pretty much flat and sour. That being said, it's one game. You know, you don't want to overreact like lots of us tend to do um, on week one. Again, as great as he did play in preseason, he didn't play with Lamar as well. So I think that that's something that we have to take into account. Uh, he only played with Lamar in training camp, but not against – formidable defenses that weren't the Ravens so while I, I'm gonna give him a little bit of a pass today because he still is a rookie and I think that we forget that a little bit because we had such high expectations because of the way that he had played in training camp but at the end of the day right 
he's a rookie. And I just feel like we have to acknowledge that part. And, you know, it was first game. He probably had some jitters. You already acknowledged the fact that Lamar had some passes that weren't the best. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he could have done – Lamar didn't play a great part of that, but also he had some drop passes as well. Look, by week four, I would like to hope that he has this all figured out. Get these rookie jitters out your system fast because the schedule is not kind, and they are going to need likely down the stretch. But overall, you know, luckily for the Ravens, they didn't need likely to step up in a big way because they had the offensive production from Devin DuVernay and then Mark Andrews, you know, doing what he always does. So, you know, hopefully he got that out the way because they are going to need him when it gets when it's all said and done. No doubt about it. They're definitely going to need him. Uh, And I think he'll be there for them uh, as the season goes on. I think, you know. What happened today is it, it was today. Uh, it's his first game. It's, it's right. a small sample size. Um, I'm I'm not willing to overreact. I will say this, though, and not even just on Isaiah Likely, but kind of to another guy that we really didn't see pretty much at all today, James Prochet. He's another one. It's like another year of the Ravens just doing whatever it takes to not get James Prochet on the field. He was out there at times. But yes. he doesn't have a target. You know, he, he wasn't really involved at all today. And it's just kind of like sometimes I don't know what it is with him. There's something going on to where he'll pl- have a great offseason. He'll have a great training camp every time. He did have the injury towards the back end of training camp, but he hasn't been on the injury report all week. So right. I have no reason to believe that anything with him is injury related. It's something going on to where they just don't trust this dude out there. They just don't. I don't. I can't explain it, but I'm telling you, in practice, all training is is wild. This dude is catching everything thrown at him, but he just cannot get on the field. Tylen Wallace got a target today over him. So that, I mean, that, that kind of lets of you. you know where he is. I thought about you when uh, Tyler Wallace got a cat, uh, well, a target, because I was just like, you know, you had, we talked about him in training camp and how mm-hmm. underwhelmed we were. And I, I do think that Proche is better. Like you said, he was out there and he ran a couple routes a couple times, but ultimately he got no targets. One particular play, I thought that he did really good getting past the defense in between defenses. Uh, so, I, I don't know what it is that he has to do to to tell the team, to tell Greg Roman, John Harbaugh, or whoever, that he could be a, a, a key contributor. I don't even know if it's key contributor, but just a contributor to this football team. But I, I just feel like at some point, because they are so thin at the wide receiver position, he's going to be a, uh, have to step up regardless. So I, I think his time will come, but I, I'm with you. I don't understand why James Prochet is not um, even thought about, but yet somehow Tylon Wallace was right. thought about. <laughs> so, you know, that being said, week one, outside of the injury to Jawan James, uh, and, and of course, the lacking of the run game, um, I think everything look, – look, man, that one run that Lamar had, at the end of the day, Lamar Jackson is still going to do Lamar Jackson. Oh, thing. yeah, that third down that third down escape yes. was cold. That, that, yes. was, that was cold because he yes. really was reluctant to get out of there, and it's just incredible footwork to evade the first guy, and he, 
I mean, he just he just has a way of just being Lamar. I mean, it's just Lamar. Like you know, that's what I mean. Not not everybody can do some of the things he does. And right, I, I, I use the word with the Ravens all the time. It's efficient when it comes to this offense. That's the main. Yep. That's the key word. It's efficient. You see Lamar with three touchdowns today. You know, on seventeen completions. Like he, it's just efficiency. With them, yeah. and yes, it took them a while to get going. The running game at some point is going to have to pick up. I think they want to. They're. I think they're trying to limit Lamar and how how often he runs. As far as designed quarterback runs, we didn't see many designed quarterback runs today. And on most of the read option looks, Lamar handed it off. So right. it, it 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 looks like that that's really not in the game plan right now. At least it wasn't for today but I, I think that uh Lamar clearly shows he that when it when he's ready to have this offense kind of get going a little bit they can do it and they've got some guys on the outside that can make plays they're not going to be pro bowl receivers maybe you know but they got guys that can definitely make plays absolutely and we saw that today with Duvernay like we and we knew that he had the potential to do that right but I think because he plays special teams and he was an all pro there People questioned how much time he was going to be able to play at wide receiver. But today kind of showed that, yes, there's there's a place for him um, in this offense, in addition to what he does uh, in special teams as well. So I would love to see Prochet get involved more, hopefully in situations where DuVernay is not available, because I do think that he has the talent to do that. But again, this is just week one. So, you know, we, we have 16 more games to figure all of this out right. well, for the Ravens to, to, to figure all of this out. 